0: Welcome to the Stunt Show, everybody. My name is Mayor Fertig. You're listening to the Nahum Siegel Network. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. It's Thursday, March 3rd, 2016, the 23rd of Adar 1, 5776, Adar Aleph, and uh, the first, Rishon Achat Uno, and uh, we're glad to have you with us on this Thursday on the Nahum Siegel Network. We have an interesting show planned for today. We'll be talking about uh, the favorite subject of a lot of people, or the uh, favorite daydream of a lot of other people which is Aliyah, and specifically we'll be speaking to uh, two business people who, uh, whose job it is to make things just a little bit easier when you're trying to get things done in Israel and you're not there yourself, or if you are in Israel and you're learning the ropes and you need things done and they know where everything is and which levers to pull and which buttons to push and which people to call. So we'll introduce you to our guests in a couple of minutes. It is... Uh, it is an interesting day on the Nochum Siegel Network. We uh, we will bring you this show here now at one o'clock, as we do each and every Thursday. And then Throwback Thursday from two to uh, I guess to four to five, uh, we'll have a vintage episode of J M in the A M, and then uh, followed by an hour of Soul with Charlie Burnhout at seven o'clock. Well, it's not directly followed after Throwback Thursday. We'll go to our uh, our music mix, and then an hour of Soul with Charlie Burnhout from seven to eight. And uh, then back to the music, and then at midnight, you'll hear uh, you'll hear this morning's edition of Jam and the AM. Once again, for those who missed it, so you want to make sure to set an alarm for midnight and be prepared to take note. No, I'm just kidding. You don't have to do that at all. Anyway, a uh, couple of things we want to tell you about. First of all, and uh, our conversation uh, will be geared toward this. Don't forget this Sunday, the Aliyah Mega Event in New York City, the Nefesh Benefesh Event on Sunday, March 6th. And uh, you can get all the information you need. ...about making Aliyah, whether it is an imminent plan of yours, whether it is a distant daydream or something in between... ...you can show up to the Crown Plaza Times Square, 1605 Broadway... ...and uh, find out from Nefesh Benefesh what it is that you need to know to make plans for yourself and your family. Uh, They do ask that you register ahead of time, but I suspect they won't turn you away at the door if you don't... ...and uh, you can get uh, information on that uh, from the Nefesh Benefesh website... Here I am uh, wildly flipping papers. Here I guess, I guess it is uh, nbn.org.il. I believe that's the website, and it's not just for uh, not just for household sort of things. They have all sorts of professional information as well. Particularly, particularly, a uh, an entire session for medical professionals, uh, an entire series of uh, sessions, really a whole seminar on uh, medical for medical professionals and you can get all this information at the uh, nefesh-benefesh website i won't bore you with all the details now but there are so many details and you can find out about them at nbn.org.il a couple of other sort of community calendar announcements i'll uh, I'll mention to you the american committee for shara tzedek medical center is having women's health day wednesday the 16th from 9 to 2 at the new york academy of medicine you can get information about that at acsz.org slash health acsz.org slash They have a number of very, very interesting sessions available for women here. And uh, at, at this event, uh, with some uh, with some very interesting professionals, they'll have some vendors as well, including Susie Fishbine with her new cookbook. So uh, that's kind of cool. And for our West Coast listeners, one other Shara Tzedek item, uh, the Shushan Purim Costume Gala honoring Marvin Markowitz. That's uh, Thursday, March 24th at 530 in Los Angeles it's actually a Purim Suda and then you know extending into Shushan Purim after dark of course and you can get information about that at acsz.org, acsz.org, and just click on the events button and it will be there. Uh, Also don't forget this Monday Fundraising Marathon 2016 begins on JM in the AM bright and early 6 AM we'll all be there hope you will too. And uh, tune in for that. And by the way, the throwback Thursday edition of JM and the AM will be from 2003, a show uh, leading up to the marathon of that year, 2003, the fundraising marathon on JM and the AM. Holy cow. Anyway, welcome to the stunt show. My name is Mayor Furtig, and uh, thanks for sticking with us this far. And let's introduce our guests. Uh, they are with a, uh, a business called Tamarim. Tamarim Concierge, and they are Tamar Perlman and Tammy Braverman. Tamar and Tammy, welcome to the Stunt Show.
1: Thank you, Mayor.
0: It is uh, very nice to have you here. I know you just flew in from uh, Israel yesterday morning. Have you uh, have you recovered?
1: Actually, we flew in this morning.
0: Uh, we are still recovering. You're still recovering. <laughs> um, so I'm sorry to hear that. I'm glad that you are uh, glad that you are conscious right now and are able to make it here to the studio. And uh, if you need toothpicks at any point to uh, Prop your eyes open. You know, Yoni will uh, gladly be able to uh, to help you with that. And uh, I'd like to uh like to hear a little bit, just a thumbnail sketch, what is Tamarim Concierge? What's what's the point?
1: Sure. Tamarim Concierge, we are an Israel based service um providing assistance to Anglos in Israel, mm-hmm. whether they live in Israel, they're making Aliyah or they just have anything that they want to get done in Israel, we are there to help them.
0: So, for instance, uh, something I saw online that you're working on now are uh, Mishloch Manot. Yeah. So, so many people have so many friends, so many family members in Israel, that, boy, wouldn't it be nice if I could send them Mishloch Manot just like in the old days, when we all lived next door to each other or whatever, and Remember it's not so days? easy anymore. <laughs> right. Not, right, exactly. It's not so easy anymore. So, so you handle stuff like that and a bazillion other things.
2: Right. And actually, it is so easy because you can just click online and order from your home, wherever you are, and Mishlachmana will be hand-delivered in Israel to your friends and
0: family. Wow. So, a shliach. Absolutely. So, tamarimconcierge.com <laughs> is the website. Tamarimconcierge.com is your website. Um, a lot of what you do, I guess, as, we, as we've started to indicate, is related to, uh, to Aliyah, you know, services, that sort of thing, to, to smooth the way. I'd like to talk about that in a minute, but first... Just because we have somebody on the phone, um, I know that uh, an acquaintance recently used uh, used your service to set up an entire trip for their family.
1: Yeah, one of the one of the great things about our business is yeah. reconnecting with so many people who we've met over the years. And um, this one family, someone I was in high school with, and I think right. the last time I saw him was in June 19. Blah blah blah. And um, yeah, a couple of years ago and 1931, um, something like that. Yeah, right. And um, <laughs> it was our absolute privilege and honor to be able to assist them surprising their daughter with her bat mitzvah trip. Oh, cool. And um, yes.
0: Yeah. So you're talking about your old classmate, Jake Novak. And uh, Jake and Adar went on this trip and uh, she joins us now on the phone. Hello. How are you?
3: I'm fine, thanks. How are you? Good.
0: Thank you so much for taking some time to call in. I appreciate it. Um, I I saw on Facebook that Jake made a comment about your trip, and it occurred to me, well, you know, I'm I'm talking to Tammy and to Tamar, you know, in a day or two. Why Why don't we get some information about what that was like? So could you tell us what was the experience like?
3: Well, the experience started with us wanting to surprise our two daughters who are um eight and twelve um on the last night of Hanukkah with a big reveal um <laughs> about the trip. We had kept it a secret for about a month. Wow. Um Tammy and Tamar compiled um had friends in Israel go around and say, Jordan and Yael, welcome to Israel. Um and they were standing in front of, you know, beautiful vistas and landmarks and things like that Um, so we showed them the video and the various videos and they were extremely excited
4: so it was kind of a
3: a big reveal so that's how things sort of kicked off Um, and from there Tammy and Tamar helped us plan the entire trip with hotels, restaurant reservations, private tour guides, uh, laundry when we needed it (laughs) Uh and it was an incredible experience.
0: That sounds fantastic. I mean yes. the video, the video reveal, I guess that makes sense. Your your husband we should explain is a is a senior yes. senior uh, television journalist in this area. Yes. Um so that that makes perfect sense. Did he come up with the concept? Um
3: I think that he and Tammy kind of came up with it together because we were trying to think about the best way to surprise our daughters. And That's um great. there's also a local <laughs> chocolate store that helped us as well. They made an airplane out of chocolate, and they rode El Al on it. And they made a Hebrew flag, uh, an, uh, an Israeli flag, um, that said, welcome, Novak family. <laughs> so we, we really tried to, you know, make this big.
0: That's fantastic.
3: So, yes, it was a lot of fun.
1: Hi, Dar. Hi, Sammy. how are
3: you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hope we get to see you in Israel soon.
3: Yes, yes. Well, the only reason that we were, you know, willing to come home from this trip was, you know, (laughs) if we started talking about the next one. So um, we we were not the happiest people at the airport on the way home. I'll bet. I'll bet.
0: (laughs) You know, Nahum Nahum Siegel always says if you always have a trip in the planning stage, then, you know, sooner or later you do get there.
3: Yes. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I, I definitely don't want to wait until just before our second daughter's bat mitzvah to return to Israel. We're, we're going to have to um, get our acts together a lot sooner <laughs> than that. That's great. Yes. All
0: right. So it sounds like it was a positive experience.
3: It was beautiful. We just got home last week, and I just can't imagine things having gone more smoothly.
0: That's fantastic. All right. Well, yeah. very good. Thank you very much. I appreciate your calling in. Thanks My so pleasure. much, Adar. Thank you. All right.
3: Take care. Have a good time in New York. <laughs> Bye-bye bye
0: t- take care uh so wow that, that was, was fun. yeah that was quite a uh quite a uh, an endorsement yeah i mean you know it's wow. uh, it's always nice to talk to a happy to a happy client um let's talk about uh this Nefesh Nefesh thing on, on Sunday this going to be it's going to be uh, hundreds of people i think i heard uh, somebody on JM in the am yesterday morning say uh 1200 people registered yeah. or something like that wow and uh you know and this is thursday so you know between now and, and sunday uh, who knows how many other people might, you know, be inspired or moved to, uh, to show up on Sunday at the uh, Crown Plaza Times Square at noon. Uh, so who, a lot of people there. And uh, all thinking about Aliyah in one stage or another. What are some of the things that in, in your past experience you've seen people who are making Aliyah have been able to, uh, to, you know, sort of ease the path? Obviously, Nefesh Benefesh exists to ease the path to Aliyah. You provide some add-ons, I guess.
2: Yes, we do. We take care of all kinds of things. There are many people making Aliyah who are working and cannot afford to take a day off work. So as they arrive, their internet is up and running in their apartments. The ah. cell phones are ready and waiting. The cable TV, if it's of importance, is, is set up and ready. And also many uh, appliances. The apartments don't come with appliances in Israel. So right. if you want to have a fridge, washing machine, all the important uh, things. That's that not small stuff.
0: That's, b- that's big. That's big. big.
2: So we've had some great clients who have wanted everything set up for when they arrive. So right. we have measured their apartments. We have bought fridge, freezer, washing machine, dryer, oven, ho- and all their furniture ready and waiting when they arrived.
0: I spent, I spent Shabbat with my brother-in-law and sister-in-law in Evin Shmuel mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. And they just built a house. They built a beautiful house. Um, but they, my sister-in-law was describing to me their first two weeks, two weeks and change in Israel, in a house that they'd arranged to rent, they had, I think, no appliances. There were right. nothing. till exactly. they were able to pull everything together and buy. And, and, and actually, the truth is, she said to me that if she had it to do again, she would have bought appliances in America and shipped them. Oh, um, really? Yeah, but yeah, she said particularly because mm-hmm. the oven the oven that she's able to get in Israel is very small, and she wishes she had a bigger one. Our easy-bake oven. But, right. <laughs> That pretty much is the standard, isn't it?
1: It's the European standard, Tomorrow's.
0: That's bananas. But uh, anyway, so she said that to me, but she was describing, you know, not having any appliances for a couple of weeks. So when you say, um, nefesh benefesh is going to help you with a billion things, but they're not going to buy an oven for you, um, but we will, that's actually pretty significant.
1: An oven, a bed. Right. And if your beds are being shipped, then Mm -hmm. we could set up air mattresses waiting for you so that when you show up with your... Six kids, tired and hungry, right. and you, someone needs to go take a nap. Beds are made for you.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I mean, I remember when we made Aliyah in 2007, and right. we showed up with two young, tired, very hot, right. um, hungry children, and we had nothing. And um, Really nothing? No, we had nothing.
0: And how many weeks out was your lift at that point?
1: Um, three, four weeks.
0: And, and you, you shipped all sorts of stuff, so it's not like you were about to suddenly outfit a household for a month. You what? had stuff coming.
1: We had stuff coming, sure, but we showed up, and mm-hmm. we had to. We, this is what we right. have to do. This is what you do when you make all right. But you I'm saying, up.
0: even if you'd had air mattresses sitting there, wouldn't that have been great?
1: Yeah, absolutely, made with the linens. Right, <laughs> right. Which, Which, by the we, way, we did. We
0: did. That is uh, that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, w- what are some of the things that? What are some of the more creative things that you've done for people who, uh, who have either planned a trip or made Aliyah. Like some of the more, you know, unusual things that, you know, if you look at it, you yeah, know, maybe that makes sense. But who even thought of that?
2: We have a property management client right. who have just bought uh, an apartment in Tel Aviv. And the apartment in Tel Aviv comes with a parking space but the parking space is not specifically allocated to that apartment. Right. In order to hold this precious parking spot in Tel Aviv at their apartment, we bought them a car. <laughs> so what better way to hold the spot <laughs> than to buy a car?
0: That, so is, that makes a lot of sense. Well, I mean, true. I've said many times, like, you go to you know, bar Park and you find a parking spot, you don't want to ever move your car and again. Exactly. You just want to leave the car there. Because so Why wouldn't you? That's what we did. Right. So yeah. you bought them a car. So what kind of car did you buy?
2: We bought them a Kia Rio. Right. and they're delighted with their car and their parking
0: spot. That's really funny. <laughs> um, it's is the best real estate investment. Is that the <laughs> toughest thing to get in Israel when you make Aliyah a car? Is that the biggest ticket item aside from maybe a house?
2: It definitely has a lot of steps, as we have, uh, have we have learned from our own experiences of having the car registered in your name. Mm-hmm. It's not an it's not an easy process. It's one that takes um, some stages. And, and you took
0: care of all that for them? We have done
2: yeah. all of that for them from choosing the car, buying the car, the money transfers, and registering in their name. We have taken care. Well,
1: in all honesty, we're still actually taking care of mo- changing their the name because there's so many steps involved. Mm-hmm. And um, and w- we went, we a couple of weeks ago, we put out a top ten list of things that you need to know when you make Aliyah. Oh, one, one, of the, yeah. one of the items is <coughs> that... You should just expect anything you do to be a fact-finding mission the first time or time again and time again. Right. So um, just because you think you're given 100% of the information, you're not necessarily so given So the
0: rules sometimes seem to change as you go.
1: Well, that is the rule. You <laughs> just have to know how to go with the flow. And, and frankly, certain people just don't have the time, and they're busy with their work, right. and they, they'd rather us take care of these details, which need to get done. And they're just not going to take off their time from work to to, right. to, to do it.
0: It's, it, sound, it sounds daunting, obviously, to people who have, you know, but that's where you come in, I suppose. My guests are uh, Tammy Braverman and Tamar Perlman. They are the uh, founders and proprietors of Tamarim Concierge, tamarimconcierge.com. And uh, they are based in Israel, and they will handle all sorts of stuff for people who are based in Israel or who are thinking about being based in Israel or who wish they were based in Israel and uh and who have friends and uh family who are who are there now and uh, all, all sorts of things we're talking about some of the uh some of the more unusual things that you've accomplished first of all the, the tip that you just offered was uh is is pretty important uh, just understand that the rules will change or that you didn't get all the rules that's that's useful um what what's what are some other things that uh that you would tell people who are considering aliyah based on your own experiences uh to just wouldn't it be nice if you'd known that when you got there?
2: <laughs> there there are so many, to be honest. Um, one of the most important things, I think, for me personally is that no doesn't really mean no. No means let's ask again and let's start negotiating.
0: Like like a three-year-old.
2: Pr- Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it could be with anything, anywhere from a teacher in school to the government office when you're trying to get your two dads a hoot we're shots, we can't help you. Let's just ask another question to see if we can get that done right now.
0: So you're saying, in a, in a sense, what you're saying is that very often the default answer is no.
2: Correct. Right. Typically, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, you, and if you know how to get around that, then, then you,
1: right, and well you guys know how to get around that. Well the, the, the key is persistence and time mm-hmm. and just staying on something. And, and you know, if, if you're just going to be laid back about it, then the whole the whole atmosphere will be laid back about it. If you want something to get done, you have to stay on top of it and right. get it done. And clearly, that's that's overwhelming for someone who is new to a country, new to a culture, mm-hmm. um, new to a language. It right.
0: language. Right. Right. Yeah, that's that's obviously a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, h- how does the uh, I mean, without getting into dollars and cents or shekels and whatever, but. <laughs> How does the fee structure work? Obviously, something I guess like Mishlach uh, Manot, you know, this is the price and that's it. You just give your credit card and done. But uh, other stuff, bigger projects, how do you charge by the hour, by the project? How does it work?
2: We usually charge an hourly fee. Mm-hmm. So we're billing time. We're billing for time. And right. often people, time is precious. People no, absolutely. People don't, don't often have the time, even if they're in the country and even. Y- you know, th- they're around to do it. They still don't have the time or are not able or can't. So we are available for all of those scenarios.
1: Right. Or, or the, the know-how. And thankfully, over the last four years that we've been doing this, not including we've, – we've made Aliyah. Both Tamar and I made Aliyah uh, about eight and a half years ago. So we've acquired that knowledge. We, we know who to go to to buy the appliances without right. shopping around and comparing. I, I mean – You have vendors. We have vendors. Right. The the When we first started out, the story with the vendors, with mm-hmm. the, uh, particularly the appliance vendors, is yeah. we went to one guy right. and we got the list of prices. And we know we're going to go to the second guy and get a list of prices. Okay, we'll go to the third guy and get a list of prices. But the first guy we went to said to us, we're not going to give you prices. Go to guy two and three and then come back to me and I'll beat All their low. Lo-. So fantastic. Now I'm going to take your lowest price and go back to guy two so he'll beat <laughs> you. He goes, oh, no, that's not nice. Okay. But, but <laughs>
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, but you've you got to try. You, know, you, you have a client try. you're trying right. to do the best so, for. So
1: now we, we, we're working with Anglos mm-hmm. in Israel. We also provide them with Anglo customer service. And
5: we're what also, a concept.
1: <laughs> well, you know, it works. Right. And um, we find vendors who think like us and work like us and, and are easy to work with and stand behind their product and their price
0: Right. So I, I've heard it said in the last couple of years that the that the influx of Anglos is such that even Israeli attitudes towards customer service is starting to shift a little bit. Is that at all true in your experience?
1: Yes, I, I'd like to say yes. Um <clears throat> We've we've certainly found Mm -hmm. we again we find the vendors who who are going to do who are going to provide that service and some of them are Israeli and that's terrific Um, yeah I think I think the growing sense is that there is a need for customer service not every company yet knows how to achieve that
0: Mm -hmm. but they're they're
1: working on it they're getting there and there's
0: also I guess a critical mass now of Anglo vendors themselves, of people who have come to Israel, started businesses, Absolutely. and are right. providing services.
2: Right. And we like to support other Olim who right. have small businesses, right. well. particularly with our Mishloch for example. We mm-hmm. are using other companies who, new Olim, who have a great, uh, great product.
0: Right. Tamar, what's your Aliyah story?
2: Um, I made Aliyah also with the same time as Tammy, eight and a half mm-hmm. years ago, from London. Mm-hmm. Although I'm not from London, as you can hear, I'm from Scotland. You got um, that, Americans? It's
0: not the same accent. <laughs>
2: yeah. um, made Aliyah with three young children, two Modiin And in a similar way, we had a, an empty house that we had to wait and move into when our, when our shipment arrived. So we were lucky enough that we had the beds and the... Mm-hmm. And the furniture arrived, but an empty kitchen because when you buy a house, everything's gone. Right. No stove, no oven, barely a light bulb on the ceiling. Wow. Nothing. All gone.
0: Wow. So how long did it take till you were all settled in?
2: Um, it took quite a few months. Moved out, renovated, moved back mm-hmm. in again. And right. I can only say I wish I'd have had help from Tmarim at that time <laughs> because it was right. the most stressful experience of right. settling three children into school, going to buy school books not having a clue what the school books were, mm-hmm. where to get them from, whether they needed the books, whether they were going to be in those classes. Right. And we, we just bought them all. We didn't <laughs> need them, but we didn't know not to, so we just, we just bought them. For, for me, more overwhelming than buying the books is buying those school supplies because
1: they're very specific in what mm-hmm. supplies each grade needs. And these are words I've never in my life come across.
0: Right. Well, schools, so. schools here are also very specific about what they want. A lot of it is probably nonsense, and they'll never use it, or they'll ask you for an extra 15 boxes of tissues. Right. They keep <laughs> into these school tissue repository. <laughs> um, but, but I guess if you don't understand the, you know, the, the items on the receipt, you know, it's, exactly. it's, it's very stressful. Mm-hmm. What, what's your, what's your alias story, Tammy?
1: Um, also, we made Aliyah in 2007. Not from London, though. Not from London. This is not a London Edinburgh, Glasgow?
0: No. Brooklyn. Oh, no, I
1: <laughs> We made Aliyah from Wesley Hills, right. Moroccan County, and my husband and two children, ages 11 and 9 at the time. 11. 11. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, going into 6th grade and 3rd grade. Right. And, um, yeah, that was that was...
0: Could you talk Ten to times. me about? And this is a purely a selfish question at this point. Although I assume there are other people listening who will be curious as well. Making Aliya with an 11-year-old and tomorrow, I don't know how old your kids were. You didn't mention seven, five, and three. Se- so they were young. Hitler, yeah. So an 11-year-old. What was that like?
2: Um,
1: it, it was challenging, but I think I think you have to go in with, with the right attitude. And it, what you said earlier. What what do Olim need to know? Mm-hmm. Need to, you need to have the right attitude. You need to know that you're making a life change, mm-hmm. a cultural change, a language change. No matter how Anglo the community that you're going to live in, no matter how much English you're going to hear, you're living in Israel, and right. your environment is Hebrew. So you need to, you need to think in those terms and, and, first of all, keep your humor about you and and go with the flow a little bit. And the same so with my eleven year old it was it was it was um, uh, finding the balance of keeping up with the schoolwork, having a good time, learning to love mm-hmm. our new home, our new country and I have to say thank god we we are good, and she is now a Hayelet wow. in the air force and we're very very proud of her
0: amazing um so there w- there was a there was a period of uh there's adjustment. adjustment. And that, that's natural. But Absolutely. when you were talking about, you know, keeping your sense of humor and, and, and being, you know, relaxed, and, uh, were you talking to the adults? Were you talking to the 11-year-old?
1: Everyone. I think everyone. And they we were
0: both, the kids were on board? Were your kids on board when you moved, or did you have to do a little bit of uh, cajoling and convincing?
2: They were very happy, because as far as they were concerned, mm-hmm. we go to Israel to go on holiday. Ah. So they thought they were just going, or as you would say, going on vacation. Yeah, no, I got it. Okay, yeah. sure. Um, But... It was for real. So when school sco- when school started, wow, mm-hmm. that was you know, wow, that was a big change because we weren't going to be uh, hanging out at the beach or the pool. Right. Suddenly, it's school and mm-hmm. we had to do it. But they were they were happy. I, I think positive parents make for positive children. Yes, and that's for sure. you know,
0: that's yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. Have a big impact. So they didn't they didn't tell you that you ruined their vacation spot. <laughs> yeah. Because <No, they> <laughs> that you know if I'm a, you know a uh, a a cynical. You know, um, you know, streetwise eleven-year-old. You know, I'm like, hey, you, you. This was vacation. What do you mean we have to go to school? What, what are you talking about? So, uh, so that didn't happen. I'm glad to hear that. Um, what are uh, what are some of the other things that you've uh, that you've done for clients that uh, that stand out? I mean, it must be a lot of the same stuff. Uh, and in, in some sense, I guess, probably every everything is different. H- how, does, how does that come together?
2: We've had a huge variety. Some of our favorites are more challenging. Um, we have a family who were coming to Israel for Pesach, and they wanted to make an anniversary party mm-hmm. for some of their friends and family that were going to be there for Pesach. Right. And they asked us if we could put together a small gathering, 40, 50 people. Could it be Erev Pesach? <laughs> uh, sure, Erev Pesach, no problem. Of course we do that um we'd like to be able to have our chametz and not go to a place that's already kosher for pesach <laughs> of course we can do that too um so it did turn into a bit of a challenge but we successfully found a fantastic um pub actually yeah. so it wasn't going to be open for pesach because of all that beer right so that was the most perfect place to have that's an Arab pesach anniversary party with plenty of beer and pre- plenty of bread
0: <laughs> that's amazing
2: so that was just one example we have requests for Gifts to be sent, making students so happy when we turn up at their at their seminary, their yeshiva. My daughter with a birthday cake, yeah. <laughs> with mm-hmm. balloons. Um, take a picture of ice them. Cream. Ice cream, right. ice cream. Take a picture of them to send back to their parents, and everybody is everybody is happy.
0: Leora got that Ben and Jerry's, and she was a happy camper. Yeah, she good. Was very happy. Our guests are Tamar Perlman and Tammy Braverman. Uh, their website is tamarim.tamarimconcierge.com tamarimconcierge.com, dot com, and you're listening to the Stunt Show on the Nahum Siegel Network. My name is Mayor Fertig. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we bring you the Stunt Show every Thursday at one p.m. on the Nahum Siegel Network. Stay tuned because uh, after the Stunt Show today, we will bring you uh, an edition of JM and the AM from two thousand three, the Throwback Thursday rebroadcast of the uh, February twenty eighth two thousand three edition of. JM and the AM, which in that time and place was also right before fundraising the fundraising marathon of that year. And uh, don't ask me what the total was at the end of the marathon of 2003, I couldn't begin to tell you, but I'm sure Montes Weingast could if he was here. Uh, in any event, uh, the fundraising marathon begins Monday at 6 a.m. on JM and the AM, so that's an appropriate thing uh, to play later today after this show. And uh, we hope you enjoy it. Later this afternoon, later this evening, 7 o'clock, an hour of Jewish soul with Charlie Bernhardt, and then an encore performance of this morning's edition of JM and the AM from midnight until 3 a.m. tomorrow. That is Monday. I'm sorry, uh, Friday morning. Yeah, midnight Friday. Exactly. Yeah, it's not too confusing at all. Anyway, uh, this is the stunt show. In the meantime, we've got about, what, 20 minutes to go, Yoni? Uh, I'm sorry, 30 minutes to go. Okay, very good. Let's uh, let's take a break. Let's play some music, and we're going to come back with the uh, proprietors of Tamarim, Tamar Proman, and Tammy Braverman. Uh, why don't we? What do we have queued up, Yoni? Uh, we have the Simcha Liner. Have the... Excellent. Let's hear something from Simcha Liner. It is Vi Marom here at the Stunt Show on the Nahum Siegel Network. Simcha Liner with uh, Va'ata Marom here at uh, The Stunt Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Mayor Ferda. You're listening to uh, The Stunt Show on nachumsegel.com, on the NSN app, uh, maybe even on the Listen line, or uh, if you have uh, particularly well-tuned fillings, you could be doing that as well. I can't speak for that, but you could uh, discuss it with your dentist. Uh, Thank you very much for tuning in. We certainly appreciate it, and uh, it's always a pleasure to be with you. Stay tuned at uh, 2 o'clock on the Nachum Siegel Network. Throwback Thursday, the uh, February 28, 2003 edition of JM in the AM. And it is a pre-fundraising marathon edition of that program. And uh, that, that should be interesting to hear what was going on uh, 13 years ago before the marathon. Of course, this coming Monday, Fundraising Marathon 2016 begins on JM in the AM, bright and early, 6 a.m., so stay tuned for that. Uh, or tune in for that. That is always a lot of fun. I uh, I have always considered it amazing. I'll be very candid. I've considered it amazing that people love listening to the marathon as much as they do. Of course, we are, are always so appreciative that people contribute and participate uh, with uh, with supporting JM and the AM financially. That, that's wonderful and appreciated. But what always blows my mind, honestly, is that people love listening to a show that on paper, if you're a radio professional, frankly, should be unlistenable. And it is not unlistenable. It is very listenable. It is so much fun. And uh, it's really wonderful that people uh, love to tune in and love to participate uh, either by calling in, by donating online, or even just, uh, you know, mentally, so to speak. Uh, Obviously, we'd, like, really appreciate if you would donate as well. But uh, the fact that people are listening for their friends' names, people, uh, family members who called in, they pledged, uh, my next-door neighbor, my my family, you know, and friends – it is a lot of fun, and so uh, please do tune in Monday at 6 a.m. Eastern Time to J.M. and the AM as Fundraising Marathon 2016 kicks off. Uh, the uh, This Sunday, the day before that, is the uh, Nefesh Benefesh Mega Event in New York. It is uh, an absolutely astounding undertaking. Nahum has been talking about it this week on J.M. and the AM. It uh, begins at 10.30 a.m. with check-in and registration for retirees and empty nesters. General programming begins at noon. Uh, Singles and young professionals at 3.30. There will be a vendor fair running throughout the day. Among the vendors uh, that will be there are our guests today here on the stunt show, TamarimConcierge.com and Tamar Perlman and Tammy Braverman. And uh, we'll get back to them in a minute. Let me just tell you a little bit more about uh, this Aliyah Mega event that Nefesh Benefesh is running. Uh, They have... Uh, besides the, uh, the vendor fair running throughout the day, they'll have Aliyah work at workshop sessions, uh, some of the sample topics. Uh, first, at beginning at 1030 a.m., the benefits of Aliyah for retirees, planning, budgeting, and banking for retirees, build, building your golden years in Israel. Here's an important one, examining the Israeli health care system. That's important. Taxes in Israel for empty nesters, real estate programs, uh, you know, sessions, and all that stuff. Then the general programming, check-in, and registration is at noon. Uh, there is career planning, uh, financial planning uh, for people who, there are, there are sessions for people who are making Aliyah imminently, for people who are thinking about Aliyah down the line, uh, shipping household goods and all sorts of stuff to Israel, taxes, the business culture, so many things, as well as uh, sessions for y- students and young professionals, renting, roommates, communities, uh, social impact, making a difference, the high-tech scene, I met an amazing player on the Israel high-tech scene, uh, Hillel Fold, a couple of weeks ago. I had a great conversation with him, and uh, if you follow him on social media, you certainly know how vibrant, I mean, just one of many ways to know how vibrant the Israeli high-tech scene is, but he's a fascinating guy. Um, They have a medical licensing seminar planned for this Sunday. Doctors, nurses, uh, psychologists, occupational therapists, dentists, uh, audiologists, dietitians, so many... Different medical professionals who are in demand in Israel now, as uh, as time goes on. It wasn't always like that. It seems, or it seemed like it might have been a lot more difficult to find that kind of work in Israel years ago. And now, uh, that, or it's certainly more difficult to, to to get those jobs. And it sounds now like things are are, uh, are changing, and that uh, various uh, employers in the medical field are eager to uh, speak to people even ahead of time, even ahead of their Aliyah. That's what I was hearing from Nefesh Benefesh on JM and the AM yesterday. And uh, there are so many things that you must want to know if you are a medical professional, and a lot of those questions will be answered on Sunday at the Aliyah Mega Event that Nefesh Benefesh is running in New York City. And uh, you can get information online at nbn.org.il, nbn.org.il. Let's go back to our guests, TamarimConcierge.com, and Tamar Prolman and Tammy Braverman. Uh, you, uh, you are both planning to be at the mega event, and Tammy, I know that you used to work for Nefesh Benefesh, so that must give you a particular window, a particular insight into some of the concerns uh, that people might show up at that event with.
1: Right. So, I, uh, yeah, I had the privilege of working for Nefesh Benefesh for about two and a half years, mm-hmm. um, and a couple of years after we made Aliyah, and what just it was wonderful. I met a lot of terrific people, and the dedication of the staff to the Olim is is remarkable. Um, Yeah, people are coming with a lot of questions, and these events and and even afterwards the one-on-one meetings that Nefesh Mm -hmm. Benefesh provides is um, the the best part of planning your Aliyah. is just gathering the information so that you have everything ahead of time. Right. That you think you could possibly have. Right. that. So Connie and I are
0: actually planning to go to this thing on Sunday because we're very curious. Fabulous! Stop by our table. Uh, we, we certainly okay. will. Don't <laughs> worry. Um, so we've we've never been at this thing before. I know, obviously, other many people have uh, have attended these things in the past. I know the 1,200 some odd people are expected on Sunday. Oh, by the way, I should mention that Nahum and Miriam will be there uh, webcasting from 11 o'clock on oh, wow. at uh, at the Crown Plaza Times Square. So you could hear this even if you're not there. You can uh, tune in on the Naftali Siegel Network and on the NSN app and uh, hear all the fun. Um, it's of course no substitute for actually being there and you know putting your putting your name out there and putting your your thoughts in line with possibly making a move uh, to Israel and making Aliyah. What are uh, you, you both you've both made Aliyah obviously as we've been talking about. What are some of the things that you think people are are thinking about as they're at that event? What are some of the thoughts going through people's minds?
2: One of the biggest thoughts for us before making Aliyah was we were so set on having jobs set up ready mm-hmm. for us when we arrived that it was actually putting us off making Aliyah. Right. Um, so that held us back from actually, uh, from actually coming. And the other one was where to go and live. Right. We just didn't know where the best place would be. And it wasn't until Nefesh B'Nefesh actually had their first meeting or one of their first meetings in London mm-hmm. was when we made that definite decision that, yes, we were making Aliyah.
0: No, you were living in London then, or you were living in Scotland?
2: We were, I was living, we were living in London, yeah.
0: So um, so you were able to go to that event and get a lot of questions answered? Yes, absolutely. It, it seems to me, I mean, I'm well, perfectly candid, in my own mind even, it seems like a very valid concern, what am I going to do for a living? You know, if I, I know if for myself, if I didn't find that a matter of great concern, we probably would have made Aliyah in 2004, because uh, that was the first time it came up in our household, and uh, I had no idea... What I would do for a living. I was working for, I was working in news radio at the time, essentially, mm-hmm. and it was, little did I know, and this is crazy, little did I know that it was, this was a couple of months ahead of, you know, the day that we had this conversation for the first time, uh, it was a couple of months ahead of when English language media and private broadcasting started to take off in Israel. You know, there was a time and a place, I'm sure you know, and for people who don't, I can tell you that I remember being in Yeshiva as a 17, 18, 19-year-old, year and there was one TV station, mm-hmm. plus Jordan television, right. and you could watch the news from Jordan mm-hmm. in English, mm-hmm. and you could find out all about what King Hussein did that day. Because that's really, the first 15 minutes of the newscast was, you know, I remember one, one night uh, at my great aunt and uncle's house watching Jordan TV, and the, they didn't just show five or six seconds of B-roll of the King of Jordan, you know, on a receiving line at the airport. They showed three, four minutes of it and followed him. The camera lovingly followed him as he... Uh, stopped at each person on the line and gave them a kiss on both cheeks. And it was very moving and a f- ridiculous, of course. But but that's what television was, you know, and radio wasn't much better. Do you remember the, uh, the, voice, the voice, of of free, voice of Peace? Somewhere in um, the Mediterranean. Somewhere in the Mediterranean, exactly. You know, this was a ship outside of Israel's international waters right. so that they nobody could mess with them. Mm-hmm. And they, they were broadcasting, and they were broadcasting, I guess, in English, and they were broadcasting, right, in, in English, pop music yeah. and, you know, American-style music and Western music, and that was... Was no broadcasting, so I had no idea what I would do if I went right. to Israel. But little did I know that time, you know, times would change, and change was just on the cusp of occurring. Um, so it seems to me that it is a valid concern. Uh, do you did did you in the end have uh, jobs when you moved?
2: We did not. You did not? No, we did not have jobs. We had put out the feelers for Mm -hmm. jobs, and we definitely used the the services of Nefesh Benefesh to point us in the right directions.
0: 2007, 2008?
2: 2007, yeah, summer 2007. And I'm actually a speech and language therapist, Mm -hmm. and I am still working alongside Tamarim as a speech and language therapist. Right. It's taken. It's taken a while to become established. I work mainly in English with all the Olim, uh, with all the Olim families. But no, we did not have jobs before we came.
0: What about you guys?
1: We, um, thankfully, my husband Alan was able to uh, take his job that he was employed in New York City and telecommute and travel back. He he traveled back and forth Mm -hmm. um, once a month for about ten days and right. we we were the that commuting family right. um make it. we and, and we made it work and i was not working at the time i'm a, sp- a social worker by training and right. um so i took a bit of a hiatus from from my professional field and then i started working in nefesh benesh they hired me as an msw really yeah that's really interesting. So that that was good and So
0: you were also, i mean, without prying into, you know, finances, mm-hmm. you actually kept an American salary also. Thankfully, yeah. Right. So that's that's also very I, daunting for people, you know, the uh the idea of switching over to very few shekels a month. Look at it. Uh,
1: employment's a very real concern right. and it's certainly not something to be taken lightly and and it's great that you're asking these questions about it and there's a lot of resources out there and a lot of people to turn to, Nefesh B'Nefesh being definitely your first step. And in terms of employment, and, for sure. And, and employment, they have, they have an employment department. But there are other professionals in Israel who might be able to uh, guide you, you, the right. general you, and yeah. um, how to reinvent yourself, recreate yourself, be a little creative in, in, in bringing your skill set to another market. Right. That that might be beneficial for you.
0: In a sense, that's what you've done at, at uh, Tamarim Concierge. In a sense, yes.
1: You know, um, my my biggest fear uh, last year, I bumped I bumped into. I I met up with my social work mentor, mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Norman Linzer, um, and he asked me what I was doing in my life in Israel, and I was a little reluctant to tell him what I was doing <laughs> because I felt a little bit like I was. Betraying the social work profession. Right. And as he was listening to this, he says, wow, you really figured out how to take those skills and apply it. Very cool. And I felt really good about that.
0: <laughs> very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, tamarimconcierge.com, and uh, Tamar and uh, and Tammy uh, ease the way in all sorts of ways for people to, uh, to send things to Israel either for themselves, to plan things ahead for an aliyah, for uh, to to stay in contact you know in, in, a, in a physical way with you know gifts and things like that for people friends and family who are in Israel, children who are in Israel. I could tell you that uh, when uh, I could tell you that when Leora Ferdig turned eighteen back in October, uh, she celebrated her birthday with uh, a delivery of Ben and Jerry's ice cream courtesy of Tamarim, which was uh, very, very well received and uh, to put it, to put it mildly. <laughs> And th- this is the sort of thing that you do every day. This is, you know, this is your bread and butter. Yeah, we,
1: we, we get requests all the time, not just for birthday gifts. Uh, somebody called us a little bit in a panic. I actually got an email at like midnight mm-hmm. one night. My daughter's going on a teal tomorrow. She has allergies. Right. And they're going on a five-day teal, and she needs to figure out how to get her food because she can't eat the food right. that the school's providing, how is she going to manage with her food for the next five days? She needs a cooler, and she needs a cooler big enough to handle food for five days. And it's a good know, thing the they cool thought
0: of this, you know, what six hours in advance whatever, or whatever.
1: But they had a, they had they had a place to call. Right. And that afternoon, uh, not midnight. Yeah, that morning, right. I responded, and, um, and by that afternoon, the cooler bag and the and the bl- ice box were waiting for her in her <laughs> school and. Yeah, it just you know, strange requests. But they're not. Nothing's a strange request. If it's a need, it's a need. Right. Another, another mother called us and said their their daughter, uh, her daughter, it was in a in a school program in a dormitory, and she also had food issues, and she she needed her own refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Would you like us to buy her a refrigerator? Yes, please. And we did. Right. And I called the school that afternoon. And I said, Just letting you know, there's a delivery man about to show up at your door, and he's bringing a refrigerator up to floor five. <laughs> she said, Really? I said, Yep.
2: yep. <laughs> <laughs> we had a family who were um, taking ex- an extended family uh, trip for Sukkot, mm-hmm. and they were renting an apartment in Jerusalem. And in order to host 20 to 30 family members, they needed some planning in advance, so we delivered all their food, their drinks, their paper goods to the apartment, unpacked it into the kitchen, so that right. when they arrived, it was all ready to go. They were <laughs> ready to entertain their the, their family so wow. anything 's possible
0: i 'll bet everything doesn 't go as smoothly what what are some uh, what are some uh okay notable the challenges
2: the, the challenge the, the challenge was that we have um, Property management that we do as part of our services, right. and we were going in to check on uh, what was going to be an empty house over the summer while the family went back actually to Canada, right. and so on the an easy
1: job, no no big deal, just check the mail, right. check the mail.
2: <laughs> Walked into the house and I nearly fell over with the smell coming from the kitchen. Uh. What it turned out to have happened was the fridge freezer had broken, uh-huh. and it was absolutely full chicken and meat oh. and this in the summer in, the in summer, israel this smell was not good and i actually had to phone tammy in a panic you need to bring me masks you need to bring gloves we need to get this sorted <laughs> so that when the family returned there was a brand new fridge in their very clean kitchen with not a hint of smell or any anything the, left the
1: only hint that she had right. of of the intensity of what we went through yeah. was we mistakenly left our face masks on the dining room table, and she came home and she goes, oh, my God. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you cannot be in that house without, wow. without having masks on. Yeah, but that, you took care of
2: it. We took care of it. So the family came back to everything sorted, taken care in a brand-new fridge freezer.
0: That's amazing. Wow. Um, what, are, uh, what are some things that, uh, we were talking about appliances earlier, what, what are some things that people should bring to Israel with them? that uh, may not be on a list anywhere. If well, they're com- making Aliyah. Oh,
2: coming from Britain is a different one from coming from the U.S., where mm-hmm. the, uh, the appliances are not so readily and easily used. Um, what
0: do you mean? I'm not sure I understand.
2: The voltage system is different. So. Oh, between Britain, the U.S. and Israel. Right. So coming from Britain, we bring all our small appliances mm-hmm. and everything we can use. The plug same straight, 220. Straight in the kitchen. They're so lucky.
0: The plug yeah. is the, the plugs are the same.
2: A small adapter or just cut the plug off and rewire oh, it. Oh, okay. It's that simple. But, um, the, but the voltage is the, the same. voltage. So, of course, you can get your big appliances here set for Israel, mm-hmm. and people bring them. But we've run into quite a few difficulties with having parts and repairs mm-hmm. for the American appliances.
1: Not, not just that. If um, if, you're rent- if, you're, if you know you're going into a rental or right. you're going into a pre-built home, mm-hmm. you, you're not customizing the space. And the space is not... The standard space in Israeli kitchens is not made to to accommodate the American size right. oven, which I so yeah. so greatly miss. Um, <laughs> so so it, it's really it's a very individual thing. If you know that you can go in and customize your space, then go ahead. Bring, bring certainly bring it from from wherever you could get it right. at a better price, um, but and a, and a bigger unit and a bigger unit. But if You know, we we've walked into people's homes and they have their washing machines standing in the middle of their kitchen because they have no place else to put it. And by the way, washing machines—something interesting to note—Americans wouldn't even think of this: is the standard space for a washing machine only accommodates cold water because European washing machines self-heat. Oh, my sister-in-law mentioned uh, this. There you go. You don't have a hot water line in your in your laundry room.
0: Thank you. Because I was telling Khani about that conversation, and I said there was something about washer dryer that Khani will have to have a conversation <laughs> that I couldn't remember, and that was it. Right. That was exactly. Right. it. And what about dryers? Do dryers work the same?
1: Um, I, I hear on the radio there's yeah. the, you know, the gas company is is plugging their gas dryer, right. but I don't I don't know anyone who has a gas dryer in in Israel. Right. We all have electric dryers. Well, here it, it here, takes a here long in the time. US
0: they're very they're very common. Gas, dryer. gas dryers. Gas dryers, yeah. yes. And it takes 10 minutes and your right.
1: whole load is dry. Yeah, that's that's not our life. However, we do have the sun. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. you
0: know. Here comes oh, for, the sun.
1: For about nine months a year, you could pretty much dry whatever you need. Even okay. towels? Yeah, so, you know, there's different, as we say, patenting to uh, to get things done. Um, well, we, could, we can uh, share all the secrets with you, <laughs> no problem. But, yeah, you know, it happens to be that. I actually just bought a dryer in mm-hmm. Israel, and I'm very happy with it—an electric dryer.
0: Right. H- half hour. So you didn't have dry. one until now? No,
1: I, I did. It broke.
0: Ah, okay. Because
1: mo- sure. most of these appliances, by the way, right, last like seven to eight years is a good lifespan for for these appliances. Really? Yeah.
0: Very interesting. Wow. We have just a couple of minutes left. Uh, you're listening to the Stunt Show on the Naftaam Siegel Network. My name is Mayor Furtig. Thank you for tuning in. My guests are. The founders of TamarimConcierge.com, Tamar Perlman and Tammy Braverman. Any uh, any closing thoughts? Anything you uh, you want to leave people with? And uh, then we'll see you Sunday at uh, the Nefesh yeah, Benefesh Nefesh Mega Event. We're,
1: we're looking forward to meeting all the potential Olim on Sunday. Um, we actually have a parlor meeting in Wesley Hills mm-hmm. Saturday night. If anyone wants to participate for Tamarim, for tomorrow for yeah, for, yeah, right. for Olim making right. uh, making Aliyah. We're we're meeting specifically with a family who is making Aliyah this year, and they're inviting other people who are in the Aliyah group. Um, So we will be in Wesley Hill Saturday night. If anyone wants to join us, certainly reach us through our website um, or email us for for details. Um,
2: We're always happy to answer questions, whether it's uh, Aliyah-related or getting a job done in Israel, students that are coming, itinerary planning, property management, gift deliveries, Right. Mishloch Manot.
0: Mishloch Manot. right. I was about to say if uh, m- most immediately if somebody wants to arrange your Mishloch Manot mm-hmm. uh, to family or friends in Israel they should get in touch with you Absolutely. Absolutely. and uh, that's Tamarim T-A-M-A-R-I-M com, and uh, our guests again Tamar Perlman and Tammy Braverman and uh, thank you both very much
1: thank you so much for having
0: us it was my you. pleasure uh, Yoni why don't we uh, why don't we close with uh, with Destiny and uh, what's this song called again I have it written down here. Um, oh, the Western Wall. That's right. Okay, so why don't we uh, why don't we go out with that? All right. Thank you very much, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We certainly appreciate it. And uh, this has been the Stunt Show on the Nochum Siegel Network. Stay tuned. At two o'clock is uh, two o'clock is uh, the Throwback Thursday edition of uh, JM and the Am from two uh, thousand three, February twenty eighth, two thousand three. This is Destiny on the Nochum Siegel Network.
5: A Goodman came to Ellis Island many years ago She came with memories no one will ever know. She tries to forget but it's hard not to recall When things get tough she has that picture on the wall It's one. Of the many that the woman owns Over the years now her collection has grown Of all her pictures, the large and the small She loves that picture of the western wall Standing there so humble, yet standing there so tall. It's a symbol of her nation that rises when it falls. Throughout all these years of troubled history, that wall survived just like she. Now she's living on the east side, afraid to leave her home. For an older woman, it's a jungle made of stone. The baker, the butcher, the grocery man, they say she's rarely seen. But like the rest of the neighborhood, they know her dream. She's been telling them for years now, just you wait and see. Jerusalem is where I'm gonna be. But she only has that picture of the Western Wall. It's a symbol of her nation that rises when it falls. Throughout all these years of troubled history that won't survive just like she.